This is HPR episode 2847 entitled Earbuds. It is hosted by operator and is about 15 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is my trials with earbuds and custom setups. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello and welcome to another episode of Havoc Republic Radio with your host, Operator. Today's episode is going to be pretty brief. I'm going to talk about ear plugs or ear headphones, earbuds for um, portable applications, mostly phone. Um, so it kind of started back in the day with um, having a nice pair of um, headphones. And then needing portability with that. So, you know, there's the option of, you know, just playing through your phone or device. Then there's the option of wearing, you know, big old giant headphones. Um, You get better sound quality for cheaper. Um, And then there's the earbuds, which are very portable, but you take a usually a hit in sound quality and cost. So um, for relatively cheap, you know, some of these gaming headsets have really good um, recording and really good microphones and really good uh, audio really good bass um i'm a good bass person i like a lot of bass in my stuff so generally speaking you know i i not really an audiophile but i listen to a fair amount of music and needing to adjust the eq of a android device or whatever my player is is not always an option so sometimes there's not a sound setting and you have to root the device and get access to be able to use some equalizer settings but most of your newer builds and your newer phones have some kind of eq inside of the settings marshmallow and probably up or even before that probably in oreo um you you know marshmallow oreo probably have some kind of audio setting in them for android at least but I started getting into, you know, sound quality and different types. So generally speaking, you've got your cheap run-of-the-mill uh, headphones that come with your phone. Um, generally, those are crap. Uh, actually, actually, Apple has some pretty good uh, reviews on their, the, I think they're single driver headphones, or they might be dual driver headphones. Um, so when I say drivers, I mean there's two different uh, speakers in there. So generally speaking, um, you'll have a single driver headset or earbud. Then from there you get into like dual drivers where usually you have a a base driver and then you have a driver for the mids and the highs to, to make things simple. And then if you're like super high end, you're going to have what they call monitors for the lack of a better term. And that's what you see when you see somebody doing a live performance. They have that, you know, in that, that um, clear plastic ear piece and it wraps around and then that goes in their ear. And that thing, those things are, you know, thousands of dollars for like real monitors um you got folks like 
Shure, who makes some pretty good stuff uh, out of the box for retail in. But you can pay $200 for a decent set of Shure headphones, and that's just the base. You know, the base line, excuse me. So, um, it started out just looking for some good dual driver headphones. I ended up with the Sony something X dual driver headphones, kind of entry level dual driver headphones for $200. Uh, what I found is that you need something to push those extra drivers. So for example, if you have a basic, you know, a basic portable device and you plug in a, you know, th- quad or three dr- driver headset, or three driver earbuds into them, there's not going to be enough power to power all those drivers. So um, when you plug into a weekly an, a device that doesn't have a whole lot of uh, power to push, and, and even in the mid-range, when you you know push it to its extremes, it's going to sound garbage anyway on most devices. But in, in the mid-range or at medium volume, you should get a fair amount of sound or enough sound out of the device where you don't have to turn it up all the way to its max. Generally speaking, you don't want to have anything turned up all the way um, because things start to clip out. And generally speaking, um, you don't want to turn anything to its max unless you're pretty sure that the sound quality is not going to suffer when it goes to the next hop um, down the chain of devices that it has to go through, drivers or software or whatever, digital devices, analog devices. So try to keep that in the, in, in the mid-range or to hide a mid-range, but not maxed out. That will help with some clipping along the way. Or if you have audio in your car and you turn it up, you might have seen this if you had like Bluetooth in your car and you turn it up all the way in your headphones or your, your device, it sounds like garbage in your car. So you have to turn it down on your, on your device and then you can turn up the volume in your car and kind of make up the difference. Um, what I just will say is that Bluetooth audio is garbage. Um, not a lot of people realize that, but the, the the audio quality of Bluetooth was never really considered to be music. For whatever reason, morons that created Bluetooth back in the day, they said, oh, we can't possibly, you know, handle that amount of bandwidth, so we're not even going to account for anybody but, you know, anything but voices going across this wireless protocol. Like, why you wouldn't, you know, I guess it's just in its infancy, and we didn't have the technology to push more bandwidth across the protocol, but really, why would you come out with a protocol that can't push that? And, and, you know, there's things out there that do intelligent things, but at the end of the day, Bluetooth isn't enough. It doesn't have the bandwidth to push full-blown, you know, FLAC-style lossless audio across the the air. Um, So that's something, a kind of misnomer, uh, misinformation that people will get. Um, So I like wired devices. When I get a new phone, I make sure that it has a regular uh, earplug port, if you do, a regular port. Um, but 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 really, the biggest thing is is what deciding what driver you're going to get. So I had a two-driver. I realized that that wasn't enough power to push my weak. Um, I had an older phone, and it didn't have enough power to push. Now, this newer one has enough power to push, and, and it's, you know, a reasonable, reasonably loud um thing so what what i'll talk about now is that the options for um getting the biggest bang out of your buck so you can buy the 200 dollars set of dual driver headphones and up you know two three hundred dollars or even less than that if you can find them on a deal get some nice dual driver you know for 100 200 300 dollars and then you can do a number of things Um, there's a lot of hacks out there one is um a mixing compound it's two it's two 
makes a silicone mix. So you mix up two little putties and then you separate them. And then the idea is that you shove the earbuds and you shove the putty in your ears and then you shove the earbuds in your ears and you wait for it to set with something in your mouth uh, to keep your jaw open a little bit. And once it sets, then you take it out and get like an X-Acto knife or a, you know, you can do it with like a, a regular box cutting blade or a razor blade. But uh, you want to try to have an X-Acto knife, excuse me, if you can, and you cut out the hole for the audio to just let the audio go through that hole. And you might have to order a couple of sets, um, sometimes do a half batch. Um, in my wife's ear, you can do a half batch and fit fine. My ear is a little bit bigger, obviously. Um, so sometimes I like, if I have it all uh, figured out and I know exactly where to push and not be too close to my ears or or actually cutting the sound off and which which way I'm poking the drivers um, I'll try to do a full-blown uh, set of that it's like rosin or, or reason or something like that uh, but it's used for like you know construction workers and they want custom earbuds up to like 25 dB or 35 dB and you can use that as kind of a hack to have your fancy sure you know they go you go to an audiologist and they drip a bunch of wax in your or whatever it is and then they ship that off to shore and then they give you your custom ridiculously expensive uh earbuds i think they start out at around three maybe four or something for the nice ones that you have to have like an audio audiologist to to put in um and there's various like hackadays out there on uh, other methods to create that same type of book um the other method is to get some disposable earplugs and, uh, you know, the memory foam type of stuff. Excuse me. And you can take that and um, uh, kind of do the same method with the silicone. Um, but you're not going to get a, as good a seal. Then you, then you have to kind of futz with the thing and squish it and then shove it in your ear. And um, they're not going to last as long as the silicone. But you'll actually can see, um, you can actually order third-party um, earbud, you know, things that will have that same method. They'll have like a squishy foam, and you squeeze it in there, and you shove it in your ear. Sometimes when you order or get new earbuds, they'll actually have that memory foam type of option for you. If you do have that option, go for it, um, and just hope that your ears aren't funny shapes. And you have issues with that. Um, I've had instances where one, I've had one size on one and a different size in the other because my ears are shaped funny and everybody's ears are shaped usually not completely symmetrical. So oftentimes one, one ear will fall out more than the other. Um, the other option you have is um, fancy flak players. And they can go as high as like $3,000 for a flak player. I haven't had one before. Um, I've heard people that have gotten them. Um, and I, I can't justify spending, you know, walking around with, you know, two or three thousand dollars worth of gear on my head just to hear music, to know that you're just going to run into a wall or hit it or break something off. Um, so those are an option for some people that will play like flackless, you know, lossless audio flack players can be really fancy um, alternative to like an MP3 player. The other alternative you have there is a um, an amp. Um, a kind of a portable amp and you'll see if you've got some techie co-workers um, they might have next to their desk a little box and that little box is basically an amp for their uh, fancy headphones or earbuds and you can you can purchase those for generally cheap um, you kind of have to watch out for gotchas like if you want to get like a 
really fancy tube driver portable thing. Sometimes, you know, it's a it's basically just a light on top of the amp and it's not actually a tube driver, it's just a fake thing. So, um ultimately what I really want is a flag player with like a tube driven amp attached to it so I can have like ridiculous uh amounts of power and sound. Um but again, you don't want to be walking around with you know eight grand worth of uh, stuff in your pocket just to play to play music but anyways um hope that helps out um as far as portability goes i generally just use uh order a giant roll of uh velcro that's double-sided velcro and i'll roll up my stuff in that and you know over the course of time you'll collect earbuds and some are better some are worse and you can give them away to friends and coworkers and trade them out and fix them um a lot of times you have to figure out the pinouts to that match so um sometimes i have a, I have a pair here that i fixed and repaired but the the microphone doesn't work because there's just way too many wires to figure out what goes with what um but you can look online usually find the pinout and or just figure it out with like a tone generator or, or a um, ohms meter or something like that so um you can you know of course repair them generally but what you have to remember is that a lot of these wires are coated in sort of a plastic coating to, to protect them. So when you try to tin the wires, they're never going to tin right because there's that coating on there. And as far as I can tell, you have to use heat to get rid of that. And you have to be careful not to actually burn the wires and because then you have, you know, oxidation and then they turn black. And then you can't tin the copper wire if it's, you know, oxidized and black and burnt. Um, so it's, it's, it's really hard to actually repair these, some of these headphones cause they're, uh, these earbuds cause they're very, very small and they're very, um, tiny and they, they have, you know, six wires going inside of one little hole. Um, but generally speaking, if you take some time with it and get better at it over time, you can, you know, strip the wires easily. You can um, identify using ohms meter, which side goes to what, and, you know, repairing a $200 set of headphones, um, is pretty much uh, a, a, a no, a no brainer when you've got, uh, um, you know, a couple of, um, extra parts laying around. What I like to do is order, um, L, uh, L shaped plugins. So, um, what'll happen generally is that if you're, if you have the device in your pocket and you lean over to something or you're sitting down and you lean over and you hear a crack, um, that's because your device is probably shooting straight out and not at a L pattern. So when it comes out of the device, you get that 90 degree bend and that can generally save you a lot of times when there's an issue. So if you do buy replacement, um, try to get a replacement, uh, not like your crappy radio shack, um, replacements that are really big and giant. Try to get a slim, as slim as you can, um, uh, L or 90 degree turn bend plug and then also get you, um, invest in some like Gorilla Glue or if you do have like some like silicon based glue. Um, but I've used Gorilla Glue before in a pinch. Um, Gorilla Glue's pretty good. Um, it acts kind of like a epoxy and will harden, but not to like a crunchy harden. Um, so I've used that on some, uh, to, to create that, um, smoothness. And then also you got your shrink wire too, which if you've done any soldering, uh, playing around with the shrink wire, but, um, generally speaking, that's how I'll repair them. And sometimes it doesn't, it just doesn't work out. Um, if you have to take the speaker apart and get the driver out, uh, sometimes you just can't, there's just no way to repair it because you've just broken the whole headphone or the, the earbud and 
made a big mess. Anyways, I uh, hope that helps you guys out. If you have any questions, let me know. If you have any comments or suggestions on, you know, dual drivers and or anything more than than one driver, headphones, and earplugs, let me know. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.